Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? Folks, welcome into Degenerate Danger Zone. It is a very special Saturday. Soccer is back and rolling, and it is week zero in college football, but we'll get to that. I'm your host, Ty B. We got Meerkat, some guy named Steve, and Degenerate Al in the building, plus our special ex- expert, Zach. Snackadoo will be in the building breaking down some NASCAR for us, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Meerkat, how you feeling today? ton of preseason football. Week zero is here. What is it like? 20 30 straight weeks of cow or of football of on weekend mm-hmm. sign me up i'm so excited we have football until february now like that meaningful football at least with week zero starting you know i've been hyped up about preseason we're hitting some preseason picks too as much as i hate it so it's good to get that going but we got a lot of preseason games we got week zero today we have soccer we have baseball we have ufc i mean we we have everything guys there's so much free money to be had this is a degenerate paradise this whole weekend to be honest but today especially a saturday morning with college football and a ton of other stuff it's nearly unbeatable get me to the fall i can't wait to be waking up looking at lines sipping an apple cider i don't know about Mm -hmm. you guys Mm -hmm. absolutely so let's just get right into it i'm gonna get it started with some soccer here i'm going with la liga some afternoon games a bunch of uh later starts with some 130s and a four o'clock start over there first game i'm going with Sevilla in this one. They're minus 120 for some reason, traveling to take on Elche. Elche just barely survived relegation last year by only two points. They've dropped their first two this year in the league. And Sevilla, back-to-back seasons coming in fourth place. They're trying to disrupt that top three. And I think they have a very good chance to do so this year. And if they want to, they have to win all these games and get those points in these games against bad teams. So Sevilla here in this one, not laying too much juice at minus 120, I think is an absolute hammer for me. Degenerate Al, what's your first play of the day? I got to bring up soccer real quick because I've just gotten into it the past probably couple years. I didn't realize how fucker it is with players going to other teams when the season starts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Until uh, the window's still open. Like, I didn't realize that. Like, I'm like, all these players are moving the first three games of the season. So, like, What's the deal with like Ronaldo? It's like and Juventus's lineup today. I saw they're like minus three fifty at home. Like how do you? He's not playing, him? but like, mm-hmm. I mean, he hasn't played. Uh, well, he played for like what, like twenty minutes last game, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, he's not a needle mover for Juventus. Like he's yeah. not what's going to make them win or lose. Like like I was talking about in the group chat for a bit. He's a guy who just demands the ball, and when he does that, he takes so much off of the other guys who are actually doing the creating because he doesn't have that anymore. He's just trying to take guys on -on one-on-one and that's not the best uh, when you're trying to play a team game. Yeah. It's just complete fuckery. Like you saw with Tottenham and Kane, like Kane, everyone's like, he's gone. Then he's not gone. And then he doesn't even show up to training the week of the first game. Doesn't play in the first game comes on as a sub in the second game. It's just, Nobody knows what's going on. These guys are divas. They control their own situations. They could just not play if they want to, yeah. you know? It's, it's, it's tough to handicap from that perspective, mm-hmm. especially early on in the season, in my opinion. But I'm going to kick it over real quick. I need I need Brighton money line right now. That's the play I have right now. 10 a.m. They're down, though. one nothing and half to Everton. Um, but I'm going to shift over to MLB. Might be stealing this pick from Steve. 
and sorry to my Yankee faithful, but I like the ace today. I think that I, I really do. I think the streak comes to an end, and I think yeah, the, I the, the line the line today is very telling. You have the Yankees as a slight dog. You see them at plus 100, plus 105. Uh, I do. I really like the A's today um, at minus 120 on the money line. And another pick, you know, this is classic me. When a monster over happens the night before, I always go under the next day. Cubs, White Sox, under 18. Or no, 18, Jesus. Under eight and a half <laughs> after, what, 30 runs yesterday, yeah. I believe. So that those are my two plays today in baseball. I got one baseball. Um, this is I looked at the slate this morning. I want to only focus on college football. That's really what it's doing. But this play stood out to me. It's Reds minus one ten at the Marlins. You're really getting value here because the Marlins have a good pitcher on the mound, Santi Alcantara. But the Reds pitcher Vladimir Gutierrez has been just as good, if not better, the past month. Last six starts, all quality starts. He's four and one, a one six seven ERA, a one WHIP in the past month. And the Reds are just an overall better hitting team. Six and four in their last ten. Marlins two and eight in their last ten. The Marlins have nothing to play for. The Reds are going for that second wild card spot. They got to win all these games, and you have to win against the teams you should beat. I think the Reds at minus one ten against the Marlins. You have to take that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that's a great angle right mm-hmm. there, Stevie. And I got one more play before we hop over to NASCAR in some Week Zero, and that's right there in some preseason action. Bills, the line's nine and a half. I don't care. Hammer them. I think they're going to blow out another team here in the Packers. Don't think we're going to see much at at all of Aaron Rodgers. Um, And Josh Allen is going to be playing here at least a drive, maybe maybe some more. We've seen um, McDermott hit at the the starters, maybe playing the most of the first half. So, you know, we'll see how long he ends up playing. But I think the Bills with Trubisky – um, and even Davis Webb, I don't think they're worried. I think they're still going to put up points against some backups there for the Packers. Any other plays before we move on, boys? Yeah, I got two yeah. uh, to give out, not Week Zero uh, or NASCAR. So I got a soccer play. Uh, Chelsea draw no bet against Liverpool today, minus 103. Incredible value there. Both teams with an identical start to the season, mm-hmm. 2-0, and five goals, four, none against. But you look at the quality of competition they face. Liverpool beat Burnley and Norwich. Chelsea beat Arsenal and Crystal Palace. I mean – they're all kind of shit, but I'll take Chelsea's, you know, commanding wins. Lukaku looked good coming into that lineup. Yep. A huge move for a Chelsea team that yep. kind of underwhelmed last year until Tuchel came into command, which, you know, he's a great manager for this team. Very defensive, and both teams just match up well. Both have a strong defense. Both have a good up-top attacking, but the difference in this one for me is Chelsea's midfield. I think with Ronaldo leaving Liverpool, they far outclass. Uh, Chelsea far outclasses Liverpool's midfield, and that could be enough to break through. So I'm hammering Chelsea draw. Draw no bet. I'm throwing half a unit on Lukaku, first goal scorer, plus 450. And you know what? I don't hate that under two and a half because I see this as a one nothing, maybe two nothing game, maybe one one, but I don't see this being a blowout by any means. And then I got a preseason play too. Just Bears minus three and a half against the Titans. I love this. We're finally going to see Justin Fields start, albeit a preseason game. He's going to leave it all on the table because this is the last time he's really going to get to show what he has until. They benched Dalton because Matt Nagy's an idiot, but that's a different story. And you look at the Titans, they have a crazy COVID outbreak right now. Not surprising. We saw it last year. Mike Vrabel has it. They have coaches sitting out today with it. There's at least eight players with it, including Ryan Tannehill. This is a team that's already not deep at all. I think the Bears with Justin Fields, who is getting the Bears starting offensive line while he's out there, at least for the most part, according to the Bears blogs, I think he does enough if he plays a half to at least cover this spread and more in the Bears' hole. Like that there. 
So Ty B, I just I cannot get myself to lay nine and a half points in a preseason game. I can't do it. I just I I, I I think I love the Bills today, but laying nine and a half in the preseason is against I mean, mm. it's my rule book. And I saw the Broncos are minus nine and a half today too. I'm like, I don't know. When I'm looking at this Bills Packers game, I see I think yesterday at the creek the total was 38. DraftKings has it down to 36 and a half today. That's a pretty low over under to see what the Bills did last week with no Allen. I think they, they would have covered that almost in the first half. So that is a yep. very, very sketchy line to me seeing 36 and a half. I want to lean under, but it might be a stay away for me today in the Bills Packers. Oh, I just can't wait to be there in person. So I just want something to root for. <laughs> you got so it, I'm yeah. rooting for the Bills to absolutely just roll yeah. the Packers. But it's time to bring in our NASCAR expert here, Zach Snackadoo. He knows how to turn left and he knows how to break down guys turning left. Where's the value here this weekend on NASCAR? So, like I did last year with our uh, little uh, articles I wrote for Trainwreck, I'm going to give you three guys at like long shot, underdog, and then my pick. Long shot, Corey LaJoy, 80 to 1. He's looking for a Ooh. win after last week. He, he's angry after being Hefton set out with due to the COVID protocols. He's He needs a win to get into the playoffs. And that number seven car with Spire has, well, Spire has won here. Corey LeJoy has it. He's still looking for his first win. That's your long shot. Underdog, uh, I had it. Who was Um, Give me Ryan Newman. He almost won the 2020 Daytona 500. We know what – some of us know what happened. If you have – go look up the video on YouTube. If I'm not, I don't want to really get into it. But Newman is very good here at the, the track at Daytona. He he wants to go for the championship one last time in in probably his career. We don't know where he's going to end up next year. And then I have Joey Logano winning and Ty Ty B last time we did something like this, uh, slowly slow Gano. I'm pretty sure I, uh, I got that right. I got my pick right. Right. Yeah, I know. And it, I'm pretty sure it was slowy last time I was talking hell of shit. And I was like, yeah, I think he might win, but I hate slowy and I will never bet him. And he won. So, um, you know, Take Zach's advice. Don't take mine. If he's on Slowy, you can probably bet Slowy. He's probably a good choice for that one. Zach, we're going to be hopping over to week zero here. I know you're a college football guy um, a little bit as well. I just got to get your thoughts here. UB for the season, 12 games. What's your prediction for the season? How do you think the record plays out? Losing Lance and a lot of – I shouldn't say a lot of starters, but like some players doesn't help. Maybe eight and four, I think. It's a good benchmark, especially yeah, with, I, with Mo. We don't know how Mo that well. It's just there's a lot of question marks. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you do lose a lot of um, key parts, but you do return a lot as well. So that, that's what we'll be Kevin talking Marks, about a baby. lot of these. Yeah, that's yeah. what we'll be talking about a lot of these teams here in college football. It's a very weird year because if you look at the amount of um, you know, points pe- teams return and the amount of uh, y- total yardage teams return, the average usually is around 60% for the entirety of college football. This year, UB was at like 66% and they were like bottom 20th in the entire country. So, I mean, the average was in like over 75%, I think this year, some teams brought back like a hundred percent. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see the way things play out. And that's why we're going to be breaking down some week zero action for you guys. I know Stevie, you were diving in deep where you want to get us started. 
So I'll start with my favorite game because it's the game probably no one's going to watch right now. And it's UTEP at New Mexico State. UTEP is favored by nine and a half, and I love it. I love UTEP minus nine and a half, and I also love UTEP team total over 34, and I'll tell you why. New Mexico State did not play last year. They only played two games in spring football, both first FCS schools. They lost by 26 to Tarleton, and then they barely beat Dixie State. Now they're playing UTEP, who returns both their top wideouts. They have a dual-threat quarterback, and they return their entire offensive line. And they're playing New Mexico State, who lost their six top performers on defense two seasons ago due to the transfer portal or graduation. And that defense was terrible. It gave up 41 a game, 480 yards a game. Now you lose your top six guys. They have a bunch of new faces coming in. And I like teams that return more starters than not, especially in the first couple weeks of college football. UTEP did that. New Mexico State didn't. Minus nine and a half feels like an insult to me. I think they blow them out. And I love over 34 because that's just a bad defense they're facing that hasn't played football like an actual football game in over two years. I don't care about the spring games. They went one and one versus FCS schools. That does nothing for me. I love UTEP to just roll them out the gates and just continue to roll them. It's not on cable TV right now. You're going to have to find a way to stream it. But you know what? This is the same angle I take with a lot of college basketball. I love looking at the conferences no one cares about because no one really cares about those teams. You don't really have a lot of public bets on it. I think UTEP can roll New Mexico State today. I think it's the best game on the board. And this is why you tune in to the Generate Danger Zone right there, mm-hmm. what Steve just did. I knew none of that, and now <laughs> I want to hammer that team total and take you to, that's incredible knowledge right there. Dixie State? Jesus, I'm all over them now. <laughs> well, I'm going to fade Stevie. I'm I know he's still going to do this. That's what you have to do. What, Ty? I- I was just saying, losing to Dixie and Tarleton, that's what you got to do. But uh, no, I I know you haven't given this pick out yet, but I'm prematurely fading you right now. Even you and your wealth of all your knowledge, I'm taking (laughs) Illinois today plus six and a half against Nebraska. It's too many points for me not to. I just think Illinois has a chance to win outright today. I'm not betting against Brett Bielema or this Illinois team in a week zero game. Illinois, nine and one in their last 10 season openers. You know, they didn't look incredible last year, but they had a lot of stuff going on, as did many programs. And they're returning 18 starters, including quarterback Brandon Peters, who up and down at times dealing with injuries, now solidified as the starter. They're ready to roll with him. I want to see what Bielema can do with him. I like Brett Bielema. He's just exciting. It's whatever. But he might not be the best coach. And then Scott Frost, who wants to bet with that guy? I hate Scott Frost. He's already dealing with, you know, practice violations and stuff. And last year, last two years, Illinois against the spread as dogs are nine and seven, four and two as home dogs uh, and Nebraska 13 and 13 in the conference against the spread with Scott Frost just doesn't instill a lot of confidence in me. I know it's last year's wonky year, but Illinois did beat up on Nebraska last year. And I think Illinois is in a much better position to succeed this year than last year. So plus six and a half, I'm all over that. And it's week zero. I'd be remiss not taking the over 52 and a half in this game, just because no stats behind it. It's week zero college football's back, baby over, over, over. And it's week zero, so there's one team you know I have to bet on, 
and that is the Hawaii Warriors Let's plus go. 17 and a half. That's way Let's too go. many points there. Going in, taking on UCLA. They were, what, like three and four last year. UCLA struggled a bit. They did win a couple of games by over 13 and a half last year, but they've only covered three of their last 10 games at home. 17 and a half is way too much to give to the Rainbow Warriors. Hawaii can put up points. That's why you see this over under. At 67 and a half, I don't think it's going to hit that 67 and a half either. So I think I'm going to take that Hawaii plus the points, and I'm going to be taking that under 67 and a half in that one. I think you're probably a sure bet on both sides. I think Hawaii is going to keep this game decently close because this is a big game for them. They're a mid-major team. You get a game against one of these power five schools and not one of the powerhouses, you play your absolute asses off to get this win. You've been game planning for it all offseason, so you got to be ready, and I think Hawaii's going to come out with a whole bunch. We've seen their offense be able to do some crazy things. I'm going to be all over the Rainbow Warriors, Al. I love the plays, Ty B. I really do. I mean, looking at the rest of the plays here, the, the game that I want to bet on, obviously, is the 1 p.m., Nebraska-Illinois. Yeah. Looking at that, that total's dropped from like 55 to 52 and a half. You know me, I'm an under guy, but wish I would have got it much sooner. Um, but still going to take the under 52 and a half. And then, like I said, Steve, I'm going to hammer those plays that you mentioned tonight. Those are my those are my favorite plays right now. Get me to 9.30 p.m. in UTEP. Yeah, and I, Ty, I love your pick, too. I was going to give out Hawaii plus 17 and a half is one of mine. They just have a dual threat quarterback, and that's what yep. UCLA's defense has struggled with ever since the you know Kelly's been there is stopping dual threat quarterbacks and Hawaii returns probably the best offensive weapon for both teams on the field. And Calvin Turner, he's a gadget guy. He can play receiver. He can play, you know, running back. They make plays to get him the ball. He had 1200 all purpose yards last year and UCLA four 16 and one their last 21 games, non-conference opponents, ATS Hawaii has covered their last four non-conference ATS. I know it's a smaller sample than UCLA's, but you got trends in the right direction too. I like that pick with Hawaii. And then I am going to go against Meerkat. I'm taking Nebraska minus six. And, and this is, I'll come out and say this right now. I hate Nebraska. I can't He's stand lying. Nebraska. He's a homer. They're one of my least favorite teams. No, I can't stand Nebraska Meerkat. But I just think new coach for Illinois. I, I'm not I'm not completely sold on Brett Bielema. I, Nebraska returned seven offensive starters, 10 defensive starters, and they have the best player on the field with Adrian Martinez. He mm -hmm. does have a lot of turnover problems, but he's a, dual threat quarterback who is incredible if he doesn't turn the ball over in Nebraska last year turned the ball over five times five. against Illinois the year before they were minus three in the turnover margin they only won by four points but they outgained them by over 300 something yep. yards I think it just kind of swings back in the favor of Nebraska today and it's less than a touchdown now at minus six I have to take that yeah, and another thing about Hawaii, they've won their last three season openers that were on the road. I love them. I love them. I'm just going to keep giving you more and more reasons, and that's why you got to tune into Degenerate Danger Zone for all this great information, especially on Week Zero. We're doing that research for you. I know Steve was deep diving last night. We were talking about it a little bit, and he was sending me uh, – some some pretty funny uh, TikToks there from uh, <laughs> from some softball plays, but um, make sure you guys follow at Degenerate Zone for more content throughout. Meerkat's got the dart of the day coming. We're gonna have some 
of our best picks out there as well. And plus Slick's picks, you know, it's a Slick Saturday. I stayed away from UFC because Slick's going to have a bunch of picks coming out later. Make sure you guys are all over Snackadoo's NASCAR picks. He's going to be making you some big money. Hopefully he hits that 80 to one. Sorry, Slowy. I don't want you to win. You're too slow for me. <laughs> Degenerate Al, any last thoughts here? I think it's going to, and don't forget the BMW championship. It is going to, I mean, DeChambeau yeah. almost shot a 59 yesterday. He went off. You got him at minus 16, Cantley at 15, and Rom at 14. It's going to be a phenomenal weekend in golf, too. It's just – I'm so excited. College football is back. It's going to be a great weekend. Let's go, boys. Absolutely. So shout-out to Degenerate Al, Meerkat, McAdoo, and Stevie for joining me. And shout-out to Outlet Liquor. When you need to stock up, it is the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? We only got three words left for everybody. Good night, night. now. Night.